from Silicon Valley, California. This is Fresh Dialogues. This week on Fresh Dialogues, I talked to New York Times columnist and best-selling author Tom Friedman. Tom sat down with me before a celebrity forum lecture to discuss his book, Hot, Flat and Crowded, his China envy and why he thinks the US government has a huge role to play in jump-starting the Green Revolution. The interview was recorded in Silicon Valley on September 10th, 2009. Tom, thank you very much for joining me today on Fresh Dialogues. I'd like to focus on your book, Hot, Flat and Crowded. Your premise is that ET energy technology is the next big thing. By focusing on it, America can get its groove back. Can you expand on what you mean by that? Well, I think that um, in a world that's becoming hot, captured by climate change, flat, rising middle classes all over the world, from Russia to India, from Brazil to China, and crowded. We're going from 6.7 billion to 9.2 billion by 2050. In that kind of a world, demand for clean energy, clean fuel, energy efficiency is clearly going to explode. It's clearly going to be the next great global industry. I know that, as sure as I know I'm sitting here at Danza College talking to you. What I don't know is who's going to lead that industry. Is it going to be America or China, India or Europe, Russia or Japan? And what my book is really a call for is that America should lead that industry because if it's the next big thing, we need to be at the head of the line on the next big thing. And I think we get our groove back as a country by being big in the next big thing. Not only will it improve our standing economically, but um, we will be seen by the rest of the world as working on the most important problem in the world. Great. So, Tom, you have two daughters, and you've written extensively about energy, political, and economic security, and about the beauty of the planet, most recently from Botswana. Mm -hmm. But what was your biggest motivation for writing this book? My biggest motivation really was a concern about America. That um, imagine, imagine if today Microsoft were a French company. Google was a Chinese company. IBM was a British company. And um, Intel was a German company. What would our standard of living be like? What would our standard of living be like if we didn't dominate the IT industry? Well, what do you suppose our standard of living will be like if we don't dominate the ET industry? If the next great solar company is Chinese, if the next great wind companies are Danish, if the next great battery companies are all Japanese. And you're advocating for government involvement why is it necessary to have government involvement to jumpstart this green economy? Why well, can't it just happen? Uh, because, first of all, you need more research. We haven't really found the breakthrough scale technology, and research needs to be funded, and that's government's role, to fund basic research, to push out the boundaries of physics, biology, and chemistry, and material science, so we can have these uh, really scale answers to clean energy and climate change. But you're talking more about just research. Oh, yeah, and absolutely, and government's other role is to set prices, to create the regulations, the incentives, the stimulus, and the price signals that will drive innovation, that will stimulate both innovators to want to invest in these clean technologies and consumers to want to buy them. And you've said one of your mottos is change your leaders, not your light bulbs. Can you expand on that and talk about Obama? We now, after eight years, have an environmentally conscious president. 
Well, I mean, leaders feel... at, at at all levels. Uh, your change your your mayor, your 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 governor, your uh, your senator, and certainly your president, um, in ways that will put in those positions, the positions of people who can write the rules, can set the taxes, can put in place the incentives, people who are really committed to launching a kind of ecosystem of green innovation. And do you feel Obama has enough passion to do that and is putting in place the right legislation to do that? I'm not sure yet. Um, I think the book is still out on that. Although he did say he was reading my book over his recent vacation in Martha's Vineyard. And any feedback from that yet? I haven't yet. No, a lot of sales went up, though, so that was good. (laughs) Excellent. Well, that's a a good endorsement. Great. Now, you have a chapter in the book, Tom. It's entitled China for a Day, and you write in a recent column, China's leaders understand that in a world of exploding populations, demand for clean power and energy efficiency is going to soar. Beijing wants to make sure that it owns that industry and is ordering the policies to do that. Do I detect a bit of China envy there, Tom? Um, Well, what you detect is the envy of um, someone who wants his own government to act democratically with the same effectiveness that China can do autocratically. And I think we could if we all pulled together and really focused on this project. Uh, Because this is a huge-scale project. Government has to get it right. It has a huge role. And if government is not working, if it's divided against itself, red states, blue states, we're not going to get where we need to be. If Obama were to call you up Mm -hmm. tonight after your lecture, Tom, and say, I've read your book cover to cover, I want you as my green czar, what would you say to that? I'd say I get my aggravation playing golf. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, 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 um, I'm now 56 years old. You know, if I wanted to go into government, I would have done so a long time ago. I'm a journalist. That's what I do. I think it's a noble craft. I, I love being a journalist. I love being a, 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 a columnist at the New York Times. I have the best job in the world. And um, there are plenty of people who could, I think, do these government positions a lot better than we do. We have a terrific energy secretary, Steve Chu, Nobel Prize winner, former head of Lawrence Berkeley Lab. Um, I couldn't hold a candle to him. Uh, Obama's, I think, got the right people. The question is, can he pull his party and the Congress together to really drive it forward? Great. Well, Tom Friedman, thank you very much for joining me on Fresh Dialogues. My pleasure. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening to Fresh Dialogues. This is Alison Van Diggelen. For more lively interviews with Jack Welch, Guy Kawasaki, and many more leaders, go to freshdialogues.com. With special thanks to Tom Kromkowski and Carol Pecora for technical support, and Kevin McLeod, who wrote and produced our music. 